striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report live at the pub for Tuesday the 21st of June and we are back at the Harold Park Hotel tonight, Dom. Yes, this isn't the bit from the pub, this is the bit in the studio where we kind of package it up to make it sound like a real podcast, but tonight we will be unleashed once again and I think unleashed is not an exaggeration Mm. given last Tuesday. There are probably still a few tickets available if you go to chaser.com.au slash podcast. There is a link to buy tickets and also to subscribe to enjoy the premium ad-free version with the bonus content, the drunk Q&A. We're really going to do that again after last week's debacle? Of course we are! (laughs) And very special episode today. Gabby Bolt is uh, going to talk Lloyd Webber, all things Lloyd Webber. So stick around for that. But then after that, uh, she's going to actually sing a song from her show that uh, she did at the Adelaide Fringe and the Melbourne Comedy Festival. And the Sydney Comedy Festival, which sold out and didn't she get some sort of award? Yeah, Best Newcomer Best at Adelaide. Best Newcomer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, she's, so, yeah. she's awesome. Let's get into it. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Chaser Report. News a few days after it happens. What are we doing next? What, oh, is Gabby? it me? <laughs> is it Gabby? Okay. <laughs> Bad time to Do get you want to enjoy the... Yeah. I mean, I guess. Mine yeah. is not a quiz. Sadly, sadly. Oh, that so sad. A, that is good news. No, that is so very good news. So sad it's yeah. not a quiz. Okay. Right. Well, I thought I would discuss everyone's favourite and very well known about uh, general knowledge subject, uh, musical theatre. <laughs> hey. Oh, don't, don't cheer yet. Oh, it just gets better. It's been a big, big week um, for musical theatres. It's been a huge week. Uh, over the weekend, the Tonys happened, which was, you know, the Logies of American award shows. Uh, and... Yeah, loads of real amazing. See, who won? Act. Who yeah? Who, who, won? Wa- who won the Tonys? Who yeah. won the Tonys? You want me to list off every no, I winner want, of I the want Tonys? You to was there, there summarize like to the one yeah, best you musical. Won. Or something. Oh, I'll never know. Uh, all the videos online said not available in your country, but I'm really happy for that <laughs> show. Um, yeah, <laughs> the level of research on this is pretty deep. Yeah, yeah, definitely didn't write it before getting here in the car. <laughs> um, but anyway, it wasn't just the Tonys that were uh, bringing the noise, bringing the fucked. Uh, that's a great musical theatre reference. Uh, to the theatre this weekend, a big scandal also happened in musical oh, yeah. theatre over oh, the weekend. Oh. Huge. Actually, same night as the Tonys. Uh, I'm not really sure how familiar with the musical theatre world you guys all are, but there's an up-and-coming composer at the moment. I'm really not sure if you guys have heard of him. His name is um, Andy, Andy, Andrew, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Um, yeah, yeah, he's Sounds pretty niche. Exciting. Yeah. He's pretty niche. He's written some really indie underground shows like Phantom of the Opera, uh. Jesus Christ Superstar, mm. and um, Paws or something. Oh, Cats, Cats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, obviously mm. Andrew. They should make that into a movie. <laughs> that, that would make a really good movie. Yeah, that really, sounds like a, yeah. really well. Yeah, <laughs> very good. It would be very <laughs> good. Yeah. Wrong, could you? <laughs> it definitely wasn't the last movie I saw before the lockdown. That's for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. That was the. Cause of the coronavirus. <laughs> it really, really was. Um, yeah, fuck pangolins. It was yeah. Taylor Swift as a cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 
It wasn't China. It was whoever made cats <laughs> going, fuck, we don't want people to see this. I'll never work again. And frankly, James Corden is a super spreader. I mean, we've all seen mm. what it does. <laughs> Carpool karaoke. Oh. oh, be nice oh, to James. Dom, you've gone too you've far. Uh, you've yeah. James Corden. <laughs> he could be listening and I need the work. Um, anyway, no, obviously Andrew Lloyd Webber is, is a huge composer in the musical theatre world. He's a cash cow. And at the moment he has a new show. Is he still alive? Yeah. Oh, okay. He, he feeds on the blood of the younger. Oh, right. yeah. Um, yeah, he's got an innovative new show, never before told story, one that's definitely not been staged as a musical ever before. It's mm. called Cinderella. Oh, yeah. I feel like I might have heard that before. <laughs> you really? I, 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 I thought it was really niche. Do you reckon? Yeah, I just I thought totally I was really new. cool for knowing that that was um. Fuck, is there something I don't know? I look, I don't know. I, I thought I'd heard of Cinderella before, but it sounds like a totally new story <laughs> that Andrew Lloyd Webber has really come up with in the middle of the night. Well done, Andrew. Yeah. Um. No. To be quite honest with you, I can't believe that the Cinderella movie where Pierce Brosnan sang awkwardly atop a horse didn't drive home that we probably shouldn't actually bring up Cinderella ever again in a musical format. But anyway, with this production of Cinderella, it's been running on the West End, and while many shows during 2020 had faced devastation due to COVID and lockdowns. It was ultimately doing pretty well mm. to the point where it was getting a slew of five-star reviews and a Broadway debut date for 2023. And it had also booked a new cast to take over from the West End original cast. This is important. It will come up later. Um, <laughs> and, so, and so all was going well. Everything was looking good. Except in early May, the show announced via social media that the West End production was to close on June 12th before the new cast could even take over from the show. So they've booked the show for July, and then the show announced in May that it would be closing June 12th. And is that because no one wanted to go to it? or? Oh, well, no, because to Andrew Lloyd Webber, that's because of the government. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's because yeah. of COVID and the government yeah. and not because he's a shit composer. Yeah, um, right, okay. He, like, wrote one good show and then just rehashed all of those musical Which motives. was a good one? Jesus Christ Superstar. Okay, good. I mean... Am I wrong? It's a rock opera. No. Uh, it's edgy. Jo- Joseph and <laughs> his Musicals. amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Oh, my God. This is true. Actually, you're not going to know this, Gabby. But yeah. <coughs> I actually... Whenever Charles yeah. would get drunk as a 20-year-old, yeah. he would sing Joseph's Technicolor Dreamcoat and take so his shirt off. That's yeah. so sad. Well, it was my dream coat. Yeah. My dream coat of many <laughs> colours. And that's what it he said in court. And now that I'm and pink and brown nope. and all And now that I'm gay, I look handsome. I look smart. Put him in it. I am a walking work of art. Keep going. Refunds are available at the door. Coat of many colours. I love my coat of many colours. This was Charles trying to get rid of us at the end of the night. Genius. Why do we even advertise the drunk Q&A? We've got it. Like, it's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. None of you are allowed to ask... Charles, please perform <laughs> Joseph in the drunk Q&A. That's off limits. So anyway, so then we cut to June 12th, which was this past weekend. We're too drunk to remember that right now. And then after all of that, so after the cast found out that they were losing their jobs and the crew mm. via social media, after all that, he didn't even show up to the closing night of Cinderella in the West End. Oh, <laughs> like this man is the Scott Morrison of musical theatre. Mm. He was... <laughs> he instead... He was probably... Watching cats at the movies. <laughs> the one viewer that's kept that thing on streaming services. Yeah, no, he instead, a very class act, he sent a letter 
for the director of the show to read out loud oh, no. in front of the entire audience and the cast. Like, picture this. The cast have done the, all of their bows for their final show that is not their willing final show. And they've lined up across the stage. And this dude in glasses in a casual outfit just walks out and he's like, I'm the director. Andrew couldn't be here. I've got a letter from him, though, which at that point you kind of go, oh, well, that's nice. Like, yeah. that's nice. Mm-hmm. He's got some words to say. I mean, it's better than a text. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and, 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 and it wasn't quite that. Lachlan, play the clip. My huge thanks to everyone. We kept the government's feet to the flame and led the charge to the West End opening again. It might have been a costly mistake, but I am proud of what we did and will forever be grateful to everyone who supports me. Cinderella got some of the best reviews of my career, and I am immensely proud of it, and it's hugely due to you all. All my love. Wow. I think Uh, he should have brought it back to himself a little bit more in that. (laughs) So he essentially, he got off on this letter, and this letter was basically like, fuck COVID, fuck the government, and this was a costly mistake. The entire cast on stage. Just Fuck. like it's funny you say that, because I've just got a letter from Charles. We'll read that later. Yeah. When you've made up what it says. Yeah, sure. Um, but anyway, it got me wondering, like I was just sitting here, you know, watching one of my childhood favorites composers become an asshole, as you inevitably do with any white man in the industry and you know, it's another one off the list. Uh, but it yeah. did get me wondering whether this was like the first instance of Andrew Lloyd Webber like sort of mistreating his cast and crew of his shows. And it turns out there's some juicy, juicy shit with Andrew really? Lloyd Webber. And the best story that I found was that in 1994, Andrew Lloyd Webber had a new musical at the time called Sunset Boulevard in which Patti Lapone, and if you don't know who Patti Lapone is, she's like the Beyonce of Broadway. Like she's just the most incredible legend. Like she's kind of like, actually she's probably more like the Oprah of Broadway. Like mm. she's just completely untouchable, one of the greats. Anyway, Patti can't, Lapone Can't sing but sells a lot of books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, she she was basically the biggest thing in Broadway at the time. She'd just come off playing the lead in Evita, which is another Andrew Lloyd Webber musical at the time. And she had the main role in this new show. But she sort of wanted to stipulate that she wanted to be the lead in all of the versions of the show. And the way that Andrew Lloyd Webber does his productions is he starts them in London and then he takes them to LA and then he finalises them in New York. So it's like he's, he's so wealthy that he uses the West End as like a test show. <laughs> so that's who he is. Anyway, so she was like, I want to be the lead in Sunset Boulevard in London and LA and New York in her contract. But the problem was the London and the LA shows overlapped. So she had to just agree to London and New York. But she got this put in a contract that was signed by all of the parties, including the producers, the directors, and Andrew Lloyd Webber of Sunset Boulevard. Cut to doing the show. She gets some amazing reviews in London. She's doing the... Like, people could not stop talking about Patti Lepone in, in, this, in this show, except for one reviewer from the New York Times, who I've just decided to not learn his name and call him in a massive cunt. Because... <laughs> The words he wrote about this show was basically three pages just dedicated to saying how shit Patti Lapone specifically was in the entire show. Anyway, this review came out in the Times because Andrew Lloyd Webber had also gotten bad reviews from this guy before and still decided, I reckon this one will win him over. So he invited him to the West End show and, of course, it didn't win him over. So when this review came out, they've gone to LA to do the show and Patti Lapone is preparing for New York and Andrew Lloyd Webber let this one review of like 400 amazing reviews get to him so much. The lead in LA was Glenn Close. Uh, 
And this same reviewer went to the LA show and reviewed that show and was like, she's a star, she's amazing. The best thing they did was get rid of Patti LuPone. So he fired Patti LuPone from the New York show without telling her, I'm sensing a pattern, and she found out through the front page of the newspaper that said Glenn Coast to originate this role on Broadway. Her manager called Andrew Lloyd Webber and was like, um, what the fuck? Anyway, it was all true, and then the manager had to call Patti LuPone, and she was like, right, right, I'm going to sit on this. Glenn Close goes on to win the Tony for that role, she goes, this is my moment. She sues Andrew Lloyd Webber because she signed a contract that he forgot about and she signed it so that if she wasn't allowed to play the role for all of her performances, she was being paid at the time. I mean, it's a bit hard to feel empathy for somebody who's being paid this much, but I do. She was being paid $30,000 a week to play this role. And by losing the New York performances, she lost about $1.5 million in job payment. So she sued Andrew Lloyd Webber for $1.5 million and she won and she used the money to pay for a pool that she got a plaque engraved in her backyard that says this is the Andrew Lloyd Webber memorial swimming pool. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so Andrew Lloyd Webber's a cunt is what I've learnt. It wasn't that funny. It was just a story I read in the Uber on the way over. That was a very, very entertaining story and also a much better plot for a musical than Cinderella. It needs to be a show. Yeah, he, he should do his own story. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. The, no, he no. Sh- no, the ultimate He should thing, not write it. Stephen Schwartz should do that yeah, story. Yeah, It'd be exactly. amazing. He'd get so mad. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. That's Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh, yeah, I have to do a song, don't I? Speaking of musical theatre, I've brought a bit of musical theatre of my own. Yay! Um, So, I don't know how many of you know this, but before I was a comedian, I was a musician. And I spent about six years doing covers in pubs, just like this one. And the best thing about that job, aside from the occasional free schnitzel and the fuel money, was the people that you met in those gigs that you'd do in pubs, particularly country pubs. I'm from Bathurst. Um, And the best kind of character I ever, ever met in the gig scene, I'm trying to think of a way to put this delicately, um, was white acoustic bro dudes who played acoustic guitar and had unimaginable god complexes. Yeah, they're fascinating because to you and me, this is a dude playing covers in the back of a pub, whatever, but to him in here, he is playing like the Brisbane Entertainment Centre, which is like the Wembley to him. Uh, And so I thought there's not enough representation for someone like him. So I've prepared a little something. Problem is, I've been dabbling in my artistic process a lot more lately and I've realised something about myself and that's that I'm a method actress. 
Uh, and there's a bit of prep that goes into this, so just please bear with me while I artistically prepare. This is like my Joker moment. Who the fuck am I, Joaquin Phoenix? Great. This is a story about my life. Try not to cry. How many renditions of Matt Corby's brother will make you want to fuck me? How many times will I have to say that this next song is for you? Or you, or... Yeah, you, I guess. What are the chances that we'd be together in the one place that this town employs? Well-dressed Calvin Klein cover boys to play for you. I know my name, but that's okay Cause if you ask, I'll give you a fake I don't know your name, cause I don't want to You're in love with me Because I truly seem to be The embodiment of culture But here is the real gotcha If you strip me of my man bun My stomp box and my suede hat I'm just the same as the next lad. Lads, 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 lads. So please don't take away my six-string wingman. Here's a little something for the ladies. Ooh, oh, yeah! I will spend half of this evening playing strictly Ed Sheeran's repertoire. I'm in love with the shape of you <laughs> cause if nothing else white people requests are really all I need yeah the world too is going sick I've got a wedding in Brunswick, a wedding in Fitzroy, a wedding in Melbourne I will tell you that I learned guitar purely from Oasis songs and snorting coke you don't have to know how I went broke paying for a teacher Ten years and I still can't play a fucking bar chord. I will seem real chill until you spill your five buck beer on the espadrilles. You're lucky they weren't my RM Williams. I would have fucking cracked it. I have nailed the art of making easy songs sound hard. Playing Riptide, Delilah and Hohei. But somehow I'll still draw the line at Braithwaite. If you ask me for that song, I swear to God, I will throw up in my mouth. I could maybe swing a sad version of Kaysen. But no fucking horses from this six-string wingman. Harmonica solo, because of course there is. I'm self-taught. I'm like fucking Bob Dylan up here! Why does no one see that I could be the next big thing since Jeff Buckley? Now there's a man who truly appreciated depth. I'm gonna be super famous and then you'll have to know what my name is No more restaurant gigs where my art is background noise You'll all be sorry when I audition for The Voice Four chairs, no refunds. Thank you very much! Hey! 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Chaser Report. Now with extra whispers. So if you want more of that, and why wouldn't you come along tonight, go to chaser.com.au, click on live from the pub. It's 10 bucks to join yeah. us at the Harold Park Hotel, for now anyway. Yeah, and um, and if you want to get ad-free version or and also get our exclusive Friday episode of the Drunk Q&A, go to chaser.com.au slash podcast and click on the link and subscribe. Our gears from Road Microphones are part of the ACAST Creator Network, and we're here every day. 